2: Recorded live.
1: Hello and welcome. This is Denise Michaels. I am here with Dr. Glenn Earle, and today is our first call today together. Um, It is Tuesday, April the 5th, 2016. Hi, Glenn. Hello. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. (laughs) Did you, by any chance, have an opportunity to listen to the audio that I sent you, that link? I was
3: able to listen to one
1: at work. That's okay. I, I, I can't say that again. I only I only sent you one. Oh, that,
3: okay. <laughs> yeah, I listened to it again. <laughs> okay, then I listened to it. I thought you were going to send out four of them, but, yeah, I listened to it.
1: Yeah, no, I only sent you one. and The reason that I do that is because sometimes when I'm working with people from different backgrounds, you know, Wrong. there's – um. Uh, just real basics when it comes to marketing that they're not familiar with and so by listening to those audios and how to make customers happily say yes um it kind of gives you some basics so i thought i'd just kind of ask you uh just review quickly what you learned from it and then we'll start talking about your situation what you're doing and what you want to create and all that good stuff. So um, as far as the first audio, what did you learn from it?
3: Um, first of all, I'm, I'm not an uh, audio person. You know how you learn. So uh, I don't always catch everything. However, there was a few things. I mean, I thought it was very good. You got lots of good information. In fact, I was a little overwhelmed with it all. Um, and so, you know, the, the, those marketing letters that you talked about and those four, I don't remember the letters, uh, to get people enticed, and there's this little process you take them through. I thought that was probably one of the of the best things, and I didn't know about. Uh, so I thought that was very good.
1: Good. 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 Anything else that you learned from it?
3: Um, that's the major thing. I mean, there's other things like that. You know, I'm interested in getting that uh, e-book and, you know, those sorts of things. So there's lots of, I felt, some very practical, usable things that I can take away from it and get better at what I want
1: to be doing. Oh, the the ebook on copywriting? Right, right. Okay. So um, here's the thing is that you are a client of mine. So ask and you shall receive. Um, okay. That ebook. I used to have a website with like a big long sales letter and then I sold it for, I think I sold it for like $95 or something like that. But Okay. Um that website came down a few months ago. Um you know, just because it, I mean, it's not my focus as much as it right. used to be. Yeah, right. the information and it is still incredibly valuable and worthwhile and everything. So, if you want me to send it to you, all you have to do is send me an email and in the subject line put sales letter ebook
3: those letter ebook. Okay. I'll do yeah, that. Yeah,
1: just put just put that in the subject line because what happens is we'll get to the end of this call and we probably will have talked about a dozen things and I will have forgotten right. that I offered it to you. So I put the onus of responsibility on you to send me an email and you yes. know that way I was like, Oh yeah, that's right, I promised it to Glenn, you know. Okay. Right? So at any rate, and it's yours. I'm happy to send it to you. It's in like a PDF file. My okay. recommendation would be, since you became a little bit overwhelmed by the audio, is that you kind of take it in small, manageable chunks. Yeah, next time I'm going to do that. You know? Right? Yeah. So yeah. what was it What was it about what you listened to on the audio that you found a little overwhelming? It was just that there was a lot of
3: information to take in.
1: Okay. With there all. wasn't like any particular idea? No,
3: no. It wasn't gone.
2: It
1: was I, I know when I, do like, when I do like webinars, you know, I mean, this doesn't happen in individual coaching because, you know, my clients can always stop me and say, whoa, would you go back and go over that again? You know, and yeah, I can do that, yeah. right? But when you're listening to a recording, I can't go back and, or anything. And so when I do those things, I kind of have a tendency to give information by fire hose you know, uh, yeah. without without necessarily intending to. So yeah. anyway, um, just so I get to know you a little bit better, Glenn, do you have any experience at all with marketing and selling? Uh,
3: yes, and um, I would say it's a moderate amount. And
1: in the past, okay. in the
3: past I've been moderately successful.
1: Okay, and what kind of selling have you done in the past? What, what kinds oh. of products or services?
3: Well, basically, the vast majority of it was, you know, I've worked retail and, and hated that, uh, so I've sold those things. Uh, it was like working my way through college. Um,
1: yeah, however, I, I've, I've done you know, retail also. Many, many, so, many, 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 many years ago. Yeah,
3: so. I've also done marketing and selling basically around my consulting services. So, you know, I've done that internationally. When I lived in Los Angeles, that's where I did most of it. Because my entire time working here, and I've lived in Dallas for almost 11 years, and all of that's been as an employee.
1: So, so, um, Earl, you're kind of fading in and out. hmm? I I said you're kind of fading in and out, and I don't know if it's cell phone coverage or where you've got your phone if it's near your mouth or not or whatever but I want to make sure that I hear everything so I can you know give you the the very best of me so anyway but you said you sold some consulting
3: right my consulting services
1: okay okay and who were you selling them to
3: yeah it's uh corporations Corporations, okay? Right.
1: And And um, how did that go? Was it frustrating or did you feel like you were, for the effort you put in, you were getting a good result? How did you feel about that? I would, well,
3: mostly it was um, frustrating. I found it difficult and challenging. Right. Um, you know, my, the two ways that I liked the best was more like informal. So I would give presentations. Or write articles, and people would respond to that. And then I'd maybe give okay. a presentation for free. Then they hired me. But just going out and marketing my uh, consulting services—that's partly why I left it. Is it's like it was just—it became a grind. Right. i was spending, so, you know, eighty percent. I was spending eighty percent of my time marketing and twenty percent of my time doing the work. So that's right. a poor ratio. That's a bad ratio for me.
1: Right. Have you ever heard of the idea of selling an intangible?
2: An intangible. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. So like um many, many, many years ago when I first got out of college I was an ad copywriter and mm-hmm. then I bought a business for a couple years. And then um I was still in my twenties. I was like twenty eight or something, twenty seven. I, um, the guy who was my insurance agent, talked me into selling insurance, which I did for five years. Okay, uh-huh. and I sold group health insurance to small businesses in the Detroit area. A lot of times, that was like tool and die shops. I remember my biggest account. I sold a small steel company that had seventy-five employees. Okay,, uh-huh. you know, but then I sold you know individuals like sitting across the dining room table, talking with people and stuff like that, right, and a lot of times people consider insurance to be an intangible
2: right. because
1: you can't really wrap your arms around it, okay, by the same token, there's a lot of people who see selling um, um training and consulting as an intangible. Right. Because they don't know, is this going to work? Is it going to be worth my while? Is this the right person? All of those things. So the job that you have in selling those kinds of services, all right, has everything to do with convincing people, not just that you can do a good job, but that they will take the information and actually use it to improve their bottom line in some way, shape, or form.
2: Right, right. Make sense? Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay. So what I want to do is I want to talk with you a little bit about the kind of consulting and training that you want to offer so that we're both on the same page about that.
3: Sure, and it's more about... uh... I want to do less of that, and, but still it's, it's, quote, selling my intangible of uh, executive coaching.
1: Right. Now, you don't want to say it to them that you're selling an intangible, but between you and me, it's right. okay. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, right? Okay. So tell, what me what it, tell me what executive coaching looks like. like see, because the reason that I ask that is that coaching is the process. It's not the benefit.
3: Right, that's true. Got it. That's, that's so, one of the challenges I have is coming up. Right,
1: right. So tell me about the kinds of benefits you want to help people get as an executive coach. Um, they have
3: a quote handle or grip on their work life and their home life. Okay, uh, you're
1: you're threat. fading you're fading in and out again.
3: So uh, there's uh, they have. Significantly less stress, significantly more success in their chosen endeavor or field or activity. Okay. I mean, I think that's one of the challenges that that what you and I are talking is like, you know, I do this and I see other people do it, and trying to write down how you're going to benefit from me coaching you is kind of, as you can see, it's kind of a
1: challenge for me. Right. Right, so you know that's that's why you hired me to help you out with this. Okay, so what you're going to need to do is get a lot more specific about the benefits. Okay, right, and things like less stress can be everything in this day and age, from a yoga class to vacation to Mm -hmm. learning certain strategies and how you say things with your coworkers to all kinds of things, okay? Right. So we need to talk about how do you frame this so people see it as a benefit rather than um, it sounding like what 27 million other people have said to them.
3: Yeah, absolutely. That's what, yeah. I want. I want to find the differentiator. And right. I don't have it.
1: So let's before we get into that, though, tell me about the kinds of companies and organizations that you want to work with, and the kinds of executives that you want uh, to work with. Sure.
3: There's. I, I, in my. I have they're pretty much the same sort of person, but my ideal client is either a small business owner, you know, make Gross sales probably like You're you're fading
1: you're fading away, Glenn. Can you move closer to the phone?
3: I don't know why I'm having trouble with this. Just a second.
1: Okay, now I can hear you perfectly. Okay. So one is
3: is a small business owner whose gross sales are probably like five to seven million dollars. Okay. And in any sort of industry doesn't really matter. And then the other is a corporate executive. It would be like a director, VP level, kind of upper-middle management. Uh, so I've worked with those two groups for 20 years as an employee, as a consultant. So I know who they are. I know what they look like. I know how they act. I know that they can afford, you know, my price point. But it's not an issue. So, so that's, that's kind of the two groups I'm going to focus first. Now there's others down the line, but those are the two that I know the best that I'm going to focus on first.
1: Okay, so
3: what? tell me
1: what your price point
3: is. What do you charge? So it's $6,000 for a six-month engagement. and I, Oh, you know, I'm so cheap. <laughs> and everyone says that.
1: <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm cheap. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> so anyway, uh, okay, so $6,000 for six months, and do they meet with you like once a week, or how do you do that?
3: No, it would be like uh, twice a month.
1: Twice a month. Okay.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. And what are the, I, you know, like deliverables? Like what? I mean, it's going to be different for every person. I realize that. Right. But what can they expect to get out of? Like, if I, okay, I want you to write down these two words.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: Ultimate benefit.
3: Ultimate benefit. Okay.
1: Ultimate benefit. In other words, if I became your client. And I paid you the six thousand dollars, and we met twice a month and I totally dug it and I was a stressed out business owner of a business doing five and a half million a year and I got a great result. What would I have at the end of those six months? A new life. okay let's let's make a, let's make a list okay well,
2: see
3: here's the thing. And I'm happy to do it it's just, for me right now, they're all generic,
1: you know they're not specific, so okay, one so thing but we're right. gonna but but I want don't don't go back into that let's make okay. a list of these alt okay. ulti- what would be the ultimate benefit? I'm your ideal client, okay, I know they're probably mostly men, you know, but let's right. let's just you know pretend for the time being, okay, I'm okay. your ideal client, and I Go with the program, go through the six months. I have a great result at the end. I do everything you tell me to do. What do I have?
3: You're going to have a new life. Okay.
1: So write down, a new, write down just, a new life. Okay. Yeah, got that. Okay. All right. What else? What else do I have? You'll be transformed. Okay. So transformed means massive change. So right. how will I how will I be transformed?
3: Because so you'll think and act completely or or significantly differently.
1: I, I'm sorry, you're you're fading in and out. I don't know what you're talking to me on, but could you repeat that? So the
3: massive change is base is is how they think, act, behave, feel. Okay,
1: and. By changing how I think, act, behave, and feel, how will that help me?
0: Well, they're going to have more of what they want or
3: significantly more of what they want and less of what they don't want.
1: Okay. All right. So write that down. More of what I want, less of what you don't want. Okay. Okay.
0: Tell me when you got that. More of what I want, less of what I don't want. All right.
1: Okay. What else do I have at the end of six months?
3: Have a better relationship with your family.
0: Write that down.
1: Write that down. Better relationships.
0: What else? Be
1: making more money. Making more money. Write that down. That's definitely important to a small business owner. You'll run the
0: business instead of a business running you.
1: Okay. So um, how about something like if you were to say, you'll have a better command of your business. Okay. You like that?
0: I'm writing it now. Yeah, okay. All right. Okay, what else will they have? Better physical and mental mental health
1: okay um and and what better physical health I can understand that uh why would they have better physical health? I mean is the um, part where you're talking about exercise and you know things oh, like that yeah, or well, yeah, physical
3: health is they're gonna be less stressful and they're gonna spend more time on taking care of themselves,
0: okay. All right, and better mental health. Tell me about that. I'm not sure how to describe it. It's um, so there's more mental energy. You feel up, powered, active, less. Drain
1: right, right, okay, all right, so. good so we're what we're starting to do, and we're not done with it, but what we're starting to do is we're starting to come up with a list of benefits, right, okay, so uh-huh. what I want to ask you is what are you doing right now to market your coaching services?
0: The only
3: thing is i I'm sending a note out to people in my linkedin group um, about let's see what is it called I send a note to uh people if they would like to uh have a complimentary um coaching session
1: okay that, stop stop okay, stop you're never gonna do that again ever okay. <laughs> okay ever okay never i'm going to teach you a far better way okay now how many people do you have connected with on linkedin 6800 oh wow you've got a good list yeah huh i'm ju- i'm just closing in on 4000 i've got like i've got like 3900 something or other you know uh-huh. so i'm getting out there okay would you say that most of them are in, you know, I mean, they're people who could conceivably be um, a client of yours?
3: I'd say at least 70, if not 80% of them could definitely be a client of mine. Okay. So they're pretty well curated lists.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah.
3: I'm, I'm very conscious about who I am okay. and, and very strategic.
1: Right. Do you do you like to write? Yeah, I do. Okay. So what I want you to do is first off, do you feel like you have a command of how to use LinkedIn?
3: Uh, I give myself a C plus.
1: A C plus. Yeah. Okay. Okay, but like not when, great. Okay. All right. So I'm going to teach you a little bit about LinkedIn today. I mean, I know okay. we're kind of all over the map because I'm sort of getting the lay of the land of where That's you're fine. at. Okay. All right, so a lesson that my dad taught me many years ago when I was a kid is that free co- free advice is about worth what you pay for it. Okay. Okay, and I believe that's true with free coaching as well. Okay. Okay, 97% of the coaches on the planet do not make an income, a full-time income as a coach, all right? And the vast majority of them, they earn, um, they, you know, do this thing where they give away free coaching sessions because most of the organizations that certify coaches, all right, tell them that this is the way to market is to give away, like, free samples of what you do. Right. Okay. I never give away free coaching sessions. Okay. 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 What we did together last week, I did not call it a free coaching session. Right. Okay. Typically what I call it is a getting to know you conversation. Okay. Okay. It's But don't call it free coaching. All right. All right. Ever, ever, ever again. Because all of a sudden your value goes from an unknown and plummets to zero. Okay okay what you are willing to do is um is getting to know you sessions okay or i've heard people call it a discovery session as well okay okay do you know how to do um blog posts on linkedin uh
3: i do know i haven't done it yet that's like the um, okay yeah so
1: are you, are you near your computer where i can walk you through a couple things on linkedin
3: just a second. Okay.
1: So I have to I have to walk to another room and get to my computer because I'm not close to it. You know. Okay. So anyway. All right. I'm sitting down at my desk, putting my phone down, looking for my readers so I can see what I'm doing here. Okay, so I'm gonna go on LinkedIn. All right, and when you get on there tell me.
3: Okay, I'm on LinkedIn now.
1: Okay. So I want you to click in the um you know the black bar that goes across the middle and I have the free account with LinkedIn. I paid for it for a couple of years and I had three LinkedIn experts that told me everything you need to do you can do for free. So oh, anyway, okay. click where click where it says home. All right. Okay. And mm-hmm. then you'll see you'll see your picture if you've uploaded a picture. And then it has your yep. name, and then yep. it has sort of like whatever tagline that you have below your name. Okay? Mm-hmm. All right. And then see where it says update status? You know, do you do, you do statuses on there like you would do on Facebook? Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, what I want you to do between now and our next meeting. Is All right. do you have like do you have like a name for your coaching or is it just Dr. Glenn B. Earl? It's yeah,
3: I just yeah, I I mean I have a name for my company, but I never use that. It's just, you know, Dr. Glenn Earl. Right. Okay.
1: So I would do an update status once a day on LinkedIn. Okay. How often are you doing it now? Uh so at least once a day, yeah. Okay, so what I want you to do is half the time, well, let's break it into thirds, okay? About one-third of the time, I want you to publish a tip.
3: Publish a tip? A tip,
1: yeah, under the update status.
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: You know, so it's short. It's like maybe two sentences.
3: Okay, like... Give me an example. I'm not quite sure okay. what
1: you mean. A tip might be um to feel more effective about decision making. Make sure you're getting outdoors and exercising on a regular basis. Okay. Studies show thirty minutes of exercise three times a week can help us feel sharper, more alert, and we make better decisions.
2: Okay, all right.
1: Okay? Okay. So something like that. All right. Okay? You know, or ask a question, you know, and then follow it up with a tip. Okay? Another kind of post would be one where you say something about a client. You know, now clearly you don't identify who the client is. But you'll say, I'm so excited. Today I worked with a client and he got a big aha about such and so. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. The other kind of the third kind, so that's the second kind. The first kind is a tip. The second kind is sort of like something about a client. Okay. Mm-hmm. The third kind is something about your business. Okay. You know, and it could be something like, I'm so excited I just got invited to speak at an important networking meeting next month. Okay. You know, as soon as I have more details, I'll post it or something like that. Okay. And you can decide if you want to post it or not. It's up to you, you know, because your people on LinkedIn are probably from all over the world. So, you know, all of those, those three different kinds of statuses, okay, are all business-oriented, you know. And I'm sure you know you don't want to put anything up there you wouldn't want your grandmother to read. Right. Right, right. Right? Right. Okay. You always want it to be upbeat, you know. And I tell people if I'm really having a lousy day, I will post a quote, a positive quote by somebody. Okay. Okay. Yes. In fact, you can go to um, one of my favorite websites for quotes, it's called Brainy Quote. Okay. All right. And you can just punch in their productivity or love your work or something like that, and they'll come up with a whole bunch of cool quotes. And you can copy and paste it. Just make sure that you attribute the quote to whoever said it.
2: Right, yeah, you know, right. Steve
1: by Steve Jobs or by Lee Iacocca or whoever it is. Okay. Okay. So um, and always post a photo with your status because pictures get seen. Okay, you'll see on writers of nonfiction or on my homepage. I I. I would say 95% of the time I post a photo with what I put up, okay?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. So to the right of that is the So I'm not publish- sure how
3: I do that. How do I post a picture with my post?
1: Okay. Oh, I so can, so I click on.
3: Share an update, upload a photo. Okay.
1: So click on update status where it's got, like, the two purple quotation marks. Uh-huh. Okay, right, and then see see how it says what's on your mind right, okay, do you know how to attach something to an email
3: uh yeah, to an email
1: okay, so in the upper right corner you'll see a little teeny icon. It's just a slightly darker yeah. blue than the, mm-hmm. the field. I see. If you mouse over it, you'll see sort of like a little picture of a, you know, like a mountain range and a sunset, little tiny uh-huh. icon. Yeah. If you mouse over that, it says upload a photo. Okay, okay. The and little you little click on that. that, you click okay. on that, and, and you attach it. Okay. Okay?
2: You
1: know. All right. Okay. So you want to be posting those on a daily basis. All right. Okay. So now you'll see, and and that's called uh, a status update on LinkedIn. Right. Okay. Now, to the right of that, it says publish a post. Yes. See that? Click on that.
0: Okay. I don't know
1: why. It's not coming. It's not coming up on my screen. I don't know why. But at any rate, this is where you blog on LinkedIn. Okay. Okay. And it's not coming up on my screen. You can upload a picture that shows up pretty big. Why is this not coming up? That is so bizarre. I'm going to try it one more time so I can see what the heck
0: I'm doing. LinkedIn, Home,
1: Publish a Post. Huh, that's really weird. I have no idea. But at any rate, you can upload a picture there. Okay. Okay. And then you write a headline, and then you type in your blog post. And then once you've looked over it and you're happy with it, you click Submit. All right, all right. Okay, and then that's basically a blog post on LinkedIn. Okay, okay. And then what it'll do is it'll automatically share it on your LinkedIn feed.
2: Yes. But
1: you can also choose to share it on Facebook and on Twitter. All right. Okay. Personally, I hate Twitter. Yeah, but I post these things there because it only takes me, like, 10 seconds. Okay. And right. I have people on Twitter who seem to like me. And, you know, whenever I write one of these articles, they they like it and they um, share it with their list.
2: Okay.
1: Okay? What will happen is this will create a stream of people that connect with you on LinkedIn. Okay. Okay. And every time somebody connects with you on LinkedIn, all right, um, do you know how to look at who's seen your profile on LinkedIn?
2: Yes, I know how to do that.
1: Okay. So, yeah, so you go to profile and you see the drop-down menu, who's viewed your profile. Correct. Right? And then what you want to do is... You know, if it's somebody that's already connected with you, you know, thanks for taking a moment to view my profile on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. okay? Um, as a executive coach, I help people do this, this, and this. Okay. Would you be interested, I don't use the word interested, um, would you like to schedule a discovery session? To find out if I might be able to help you. Okay. Something like that.
0: All right. Just a second. I'm going to write some of that down. All right.
1: Okay. So let me ask you this. How have you gotten executive coaching clients in the past?
3: Um, basically, I've only had a couple. So one was a referral, and the other one is just someone who whom I uh, met on LinkedIn, and we did some uh, sessions. So basically, I've only had a
1: couple. Right. Okay. Okay. And you also said you want to do speaking as well, right?
3: Correct. Yes.
1: Okay. All right. What would you like to speak on?
3: Uh, same things I do coaching around. You know, it's basically my, my career has been leadership and organizational development. So I want to talk about those sorts of things leadership, right. organizational
1: development. Okay. So I would say the average entrepreneur mm-hmm. probably has no idea what organizational development is. Right. Right. So Correct. it's not, you know, it's like the degree. It's like, okay, this guy knows an awful lot about something, but I don't really understand what it is. Right. Right? So how would you explain that to somebody without using the words organizational development?
0: To use an analogy, I'd say it's
3: getting everyone rowing in the same direction rowing the boat in the same direction,
1: okay, and you would it, say it, right now that a lot of a lot of your clients are you know like their employees are not rowing the boat in the same direction mhm right okay, and is there a name for that problem, that issue within businesses
3: um some would call it uh the the positive side would be. Or well, it would be like team building or employee engagement or employee disengagement uh employee retention how do you keep them there so those are three words that people would understand, which is part of organiza- organizational development team building
1: right right so uh, what I want you to do retention. right so what I want you to do is come up with some really down to earth analogies okay all right. Like employee retention, you're right. Everybody knows what that is. You want to keep good people, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know, but if you say you want to get everybody on the team rowing in the same direction, Mm
4: -hmm. okay,
1: it's like I think everybody can imagine that better than organizational development. It's like organizational development is a process, but getting everybody rowing in the same direction starts to sound a little bit more like a a benefit. Right. Okay? But what if we took it one step further and you said you want to get everybody rowing in the same direction so you can, and then how would you finish that sentence for them? Have a more
3: successful
1: company. I'm sorry. You've moved away from the phone or something. I can't hear you.
3: I would say you want everyone rowing in the same direction so you'd have a more successful company.
1: Okay. Now, do you think that business owners, it's like more successful, it's like, yes, they, yeah, that's the target that they think they want, but sometimes more success just means more stress.
3: Right, right. Right? So my experience is, is Oftentimes, it's not they want more money because they already have a lot of money. Um, is They want a simpler life. That's the vast right. majority of what they truly want, whether it's an executive, in a corporation, or a business owner. They want a more simple right. life.
1: Right. But if you told them so you can have a more simple life, they would say, well, well, well that's not a benefit, right? So we have to right. find a way to put this idea of a successful business and a simpler life and and frame it as a benefit for them, okay? Mm -hmm. So that, you know, if everyone is rowing in the same direction, you'll have a business that's more harmonious, productivity increases, which increases the bottom line without you pulling your hair out.
0: You still with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: So when you hear that, how does that sound to you? That sounds a lot better. You want to roll the – everyone's
3: rowing in the same direction. That increases productivity and helps you make sure you're not pulling your hair out.
1: Okay. So you missed the part of harmonious. Oh, harmonious. Uh, Right? Everybody's rowing in the same direction, which makes your business more harmonious. Okay. Which means it's more productive, so you're not pulling your hair out There we go right, 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 okay um, one of the things you told me you'd like to do is more speaking, yes, right. How much yes. speaking how much speaking have you done?
3: Over the course of my professional career, living in Los Angeles, I would speak a couple times a month out here. Um, just on different life circumstance, I probably do it two or three times a year.
1: Okay, are you are you pretty comfortable speaking? Oh, very much so. Okay, are you pretty comfortable with uh, getting speaking engagements?
3: Um, less so,
1: and that's the way I used to get most of my business is doing speaking. Okay, and what kinds of groups are you speaking in front of? Um, professional organizations mainly, sometimes in corporations.
3: Once again, it's all around the what I do for a living.
1: Okay, have you spoken in front of like networking groups and stuff like that at all? I have, yeah. Mm-hmm. And has that been successful for you or not?
3: Well, it's enjoyable. It hasn't really been lucrative. I mean, I don't
1: get a lot okay. of business from those groups. Right, right. Okay. All right. And how do you meet prospects for your coaching? Mainly through LinkedIn. Okay. All right. And so have you you've made money off of LinkedIn? One. Okay. And you had another client, that one was through a referral, right? Correct. Yeah. Someone I knew okay.
3: said you need to speak to this person, so I did and then he became my coaching client over. So yeah.
1: Right. And if I recall correctly from our conversation last week, your regular job, it's kind of like you're an executive coach in the healthcare industry. That is correct. Okay. okay. And- I'm in leadership and and organizational development
3: at a hospital, and a good portion of what I do, I'm an executive coach. We don't call it that, a leadership coach, but, yeah, that's what I do. Okay.
1: Would there be any conflict of interest in you um, prospecting other healthcare organizations about coaching their executives?
3: Um, If it's in the DSW area, it would be, but anywhere else in the world, it's a county hospital. We only operate in a, a Dallas County. So anything else in the um, in other states, other countries, doesn't matter. Okay.
1: Do you have a list of? Uh, first off, do you do your thing on site or do you do it from home?
3: I, I, well, the coaching has been um, over the
1: phone when I'm home. The coaching is done then over the phone. What? When I am home. Okay. So, but in your job, are you coaching like you're walking down to the person's office, or yes. they're coming to your office? Okay. Uh, so, no,
3: I go to their office.
1: Okay. All right. So you're like eyeball to eyeball, shake hands, all that. Correct. Kind of at stuff. Work.
2: Yes. Yeah. Uh huh.
1: Hundred percent okay. of the
2: time.
3: Okay.
1: Do most hospitals have people like you, like sort of an executive coach on staff?
3: The vast majority do not.
1: Okay. All right. So there's an opportunity right there. All right. So what I want you to do is in the next couple weeks between now and whenever our next meeting is, Uh I want you to start putting together a list of... Organizations and hospitals, like county hospitals, like where you work, okay, that are outside of your market area, outside of Dallas and Fort Worth, mm-hmm. that you're going to want to approach. Okay. And in DFW
3: area, if it's not healthcare, fair game. Because I've already yeah, done that Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. I'm just thinking there's probably things about coaching in the healthcare arena that are specific and that you can do falling off a lot. That's true. That are different from coaching small business owners. That's true. Yes. Right? Yeah. It doesn't mean you can't do both, but you've been doing, you know, doing this with healthcare people for years and years and years. So You've got a really good track record in that arena. Correct. Okay. And I mean, you may be a member of some organization or association or something like that, you know, and you can come up with a list in 5 minutes or you might have to do some research, I'm not sure. Right. Okay. All right. And who would be the person that you would need to talk to? Like what would be a job title? all right, of a person that you would talk to who would have the authority and the ability to put an executive coach in place?
3: It would be uh, people I would target would be like a CNO, Chief Nursing Officer, or CMO, Chief Medical Officer. Or if it's a level down, would be like a vice president of um, Nursing Administration, vice president of um, operations, folks like that. Okay.
1: All right, so, yeah, so what you want to do is you want to come up with a list. Now, um, I might say, you know, I mean, I don't know how much time you have to put into this, but if you could start with a list of, say, 30 or 40 hospitals,
3: Okay.
1: you know, and the job titles of maybe three people in that hospital, and their names and their titles and their contact information and put it on an Excel spreadsheet so it's well-organized and everything.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay? I would say that's a pretty good step forward. Okay, yeah. Okay? take a couple weeks, but yeah, I can do that. Right, okay. The other thing I want you to do is um, when you send me the email for the sales letter ebook. Mhm. Also, put in the body of that, don't forget audio two.
3: Audio two, okay.
1: Okay. So, audio number two, you're going to go through and create, like, a profile of your ideal client.
2: Okay.
3: Okay.
1: How do you feel about this idea of approaching hospitals?
3: Um, A little uncomfortable. Uh, Tell me why. I, I have this... Um, and the further we are away, from, the further I am away from um, DFW. The more comfortable I feel. Okay, I so
1: to, let's let's say you let's say you're going to look completely out of the state of Texas.
3: Yeah, I, feel, I I feel very comfortable doing that.
1: Okay, good. Okay, good. All right. So, is there any particular reason why you originally thought small business owners
3: for your coaching? Because I have been. Consulting with them for 20 years, and I know exactly how they act and think.
1: Right, but I thought you've been working in this hospital environment for 20 years.
3: No, no, only four years,
1: almost. Five. Oh, okay, okay, all right. So you know the thing is, is that we can we can try these different directions. Okay, so you've been consulting with small business owners for many many years, right? Well, small business, right? Because I've been in
2: the
3: I mean. Pre- I've been in the LOD business for about twenty years. Half of it has been as an independent consultant, where I did small businesses, international, and large corporations. The right. other ten years have been as an employee. The last four and a half with Parkland Hospital. Right. So
1: right. So, if you were going to offer an executive coaching program to a hospital, okay, like mm-hmm. how many people? might they want coaching for on like maybe a retainer basis or something like that um
3: that really varies with the organization and how much money I can't they hear want you at all You're,
1: you you I'm must sorry. be away from your your phone
3: so that's really dependent on lots of variables but basically it's um At the level that I would be interacting with, they would probably have anywhere from $100,000 to $250,000. In a pool, that would probably be five or six people. Not that that all of that would go, not a quarter of a million would go to five people, but basically they would probably do about five people at a time.
1: Okay. All right. All right. So think about a package that you would offer. Okay. All right. And let's talk about that package next time, okay,
4: okay, uh-huh.
1: and come up with your list of hospitals all outside the state of Texas because I want you okay. to be comfortable I mean uh-huh. after all if you're gonna if you're gonna do it on the phone, you know who cares if you're doing it from forty miles away or four hundred miles away?
3: right, and only that some of the people who are forty miles away they have hospitals in the DFW area. Right. So right. That's but Oklahoma's so if I, on and anything beyond that.
1: Right. So why take a chance on making you feel uncomfortable, making anybody else feel uncomfortable? Somebody saying that's a conflict of interest and, you know, you have hassles, you know, like why do that? Just keep it outside the state of Texas.
3: Yeah, that's what I'm going to do.
1: Okay. And do that research now. In the small business arena, how have you chosen the people on LinkedIn that you've approached with free coaching? With
3: the um, those people, has not been through LinkedIn. It's all of my network that I have with people that I know and groups that I know here in the DFW area. Okay. So a friend right. created a database, and I just use that. So I've done some consulting, but lately I haven't done anything with them because I've been busy at Parkland.
1: Right. Okay. All right. Um, do you feel it's been effective?
3: Yes. I mean, I don't have a lot of time for doing outside consulting, so I usually have two or three engagements a year with small businesses. And I haven't the last couple of years because of what's going on at Parkland. But anyway. So, yeah, I, yeah, it's been, it's, I'd
1: say it's been effective. Okay. Do you think giving free coaching sessions has been effective?
3: Oh, absolutely not. Zero.
1: Yeah. Effective. Yeah. I know most people, when I tell them, don't give away any more free coaching sessions ever. They're, like, so relieved they can't believe it.
3: <laughs> All they needed was permission.
1: Right. Okay. And um, in terms of like the, you, you were almost wrapped up, and I know I've been like asking you questions like crazy, but That's at fine. any rate, in terms of like the speaking engagements that you've gotten in the corporate world, I know you said one of them you got paid two thousand dollars, which is pretty nice. Um, how did you how did you get those?
0: Someone heard
3: me. I did a, a presentation at Parkland, then uh, someone. Uh, said you need to speak at this um, professional organization, which I did, and then one of those people which I got paid for and then i um, another person came up and said, You need to come to our corporation and do the same thing so that 's how I did it
1: okay, all right, so it was like a referral from doing yeah, yeah, doing referrals
3: what? yeah
1: the, are the, there the any...
3: seeking for referrals
1: right are there any, like, really high-level organizations that meet, like, doctors' associations that do, you know, a big conference at the Hyatt Regency at the DFW Airport or, you know, things of that nature that are, like, regular events?
3: Um, Yeah, they... Excuse
1: me. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yes, they are, and I don't know what they are. However, this conversation will get me moving on something. I have a, an acquaintance whom I've never met, but just email. She's in charge of, um, I don't know what it is, the convention uh, a center at Dallas who brings in conventions. So I was Okay. So someone is coming into a convention in Dallas, regardless of what it is paranoids in the topic then they don't have to pay people out of state to fly in, I just drive down there and get a presentation. Right, right.
1: Yeah, we you know, we have that in Las Vegas here because yeah. as you can imagine there's a heck of a lot of conventions that come in town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if they can if they can find a speaker locally where I mean they still have to pay a speaker's fee, but they don't have to pay like, you know, to fly them in and hotel and steak dinners right. and you know, all of those things, it's like they're far better off. Okay, yeah. so what I want you to do is I want you to look look at between now and the next time we meet as you are gathering resources. Okay okay, so I want you to make a list of um, a list of um, hospitals and the contact people. I think All 30 right. or 40 would be a good goal. You know, and if you're comfortable using, like, Excel, put them on an Excel spreadsheet or whatever you're comfortable in in a way that so that all the information is well organized and you can add stuff to it as you go along. Okay. Yeah. Okay? And then I want you to get with this gal who's with the convention center or wherever she's at. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and I want you to say, I'm looking for the opportunity to speak at, these kinds of events, you know, um, uh, what kind of resources uh, can I use in terms of the Dallas Convention Center to get information around, you know, what's coming up in the next six months to a year?
2: Yeah. Okay. That'd be great. Okay. Yeah.
1: You know, and she might say, go to this page, bing, bang, boom, there you are, there it is, there's all the information, right? Mm Now, keep in mind that typically speaking, okay, most companies that bring like big meetings into a convention center, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: they book their speakers at least, at least three months out. Right. And usually more like six to nine months out. Correct. Okay. All right. The the ones that you spoke for that went really, really well, did you get testimonials from them?
3: Actually I didn't.
1: Okay. Are you in a position where you could go back and say, I want to be doing more speaking, would you be willing to give me a written testimonial I can use for my marketing? Yeah, I can yeah, I'm willing to do that. I can do that. Okay, good. Okay, good. So we've been kind of all over the map here. I've been, you know, getting the lay of the land, learning more about what you do, more about, you know, the coaching that you do and you want to do and the speaking and all of those things. And I know that I've, you know, it probably seems all over the map and we'll get more focused and more kind of directed, but I kind of needed to get a better sense of, you know, what you've done, where you're going, what you want to do, what you're comfortable Uh with, what you're not comfortable with, you know so we can kind of start developing a plan. But um, tell me what you learned from this call.
3: I learned uh, don't do complimentary sessions.
1: Yay. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, what else? That's,
3: that's only one thing. That's, that's the thing I learned. The other is I really need to craft impactful benefits that they will get from my coaching. And I don't have that down very well. I got a few right. generic. So I really need to hone that down.
1: Right. Um, Start, start, um, Earl. Start thinking about the ultimate benefit. Okay. And the ultimate benefit. I don't know if you wrote this down or not. Means, I use your services for six months. I totally dig everything you you know, and do everything you tell me to do, and I get a great result. That's the ultimate benefit. Okay. So start thinking more about that. Okay. Pull All together right. those resources both in hospitals outside of Texas and events coming to town where you could speak. Okay? All right. Um, you're going to send me an email and ask for the sales letter e book and audio number two. And All audio right. number two is going to take you through an exercise that's going to help you drill down even more specifically into your ideal customer. All right. All right. And it's also going to help you line up those benefits a little bit more, make okay. that a little easier for you, okay? Now, you may need to go through this exercise more than once because the actual person that you're coaching, like the small business client, is one thing,
2: Mm-hmm. you
1: know, whereas a hospital that might put you on a retainer, is a little different kind of customer correct right correct okay so any questions before we wrap up for today
3: no no questions
1: you feeling good about it
3: i'm feeling very good about it
1: good excited very excited okay good all right good hang on here let me get to my calendar let's schedule something uh, let's see here. Hang on here. What does uh, Tuesday the 19th look like for you? Tuesday the 19th, yeah, at the same time, 630
3: my time, 430 your time.
1: Is that all right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's excellent. Okay, good. All right, good. Just um, between now and then, if you have questions, I'm like typing this into my calendar as we're Glenn B. Yes. E-A-R-L. All right. Um, Just feel free to ask me. My preference is that you ask me on Facebook rather than on email, only because we can chat back and forth about it. And the other thing is because on Facebook, you know, I don't have a bunch of gunk and advertising messing it up, so I might possibly miss it. Okay. All right. Okay? Sounds good. Okay. Good job. Hey, thanks. I appreciate it. You have a good evening. All right. You're welcome. Bye-bye. You as well. Bye-bye.
0: You yeah. know yeah. And, you know, but if you want to make yourself a turkey burger, that's fine. Honey, you have a whole, whole bunch of fruit. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. With kids. Some hot water.
2: Yeah, well, I got another teacher from the top golfer elementary school, but when I talked for her about a week ago, I think I need to, yeah. She sent me a text early and some for me next Thursday, one day, yeah. So I said, I'm getting, you know, regular with the two teachers, you know, with the guys and the other, you know, ladies. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, he's from somewhere, too, Yeah, was that 4th grade. That's a pretty good
0: grade. Pretty comfortable, right? Oh, so yeah, there's yes. Do so have do you have any left? Oh, yes, We have one or two left, So, yeah. so we our home and it out. I'm The class has a little bit of love in it. the only class I had. I mean, on this today's class. Was this the
2: one, Towards Timberley Village? Yeah, yeah, towards the Buffalo and Chalamet and sometimes, you know, near Buffalo, past Westwood. This is what I can't say. Oh, yeah, you said it was near ICL. Yeah, yeah, but this is what happened. Mostly. Well, this is the 10th graders, you know. The, Sixth and grade, I had one US class in the morning, ten, ten, you know, ten classes. And the other two or three were, uh, the other two classes were different. But, you know, they were, all the seventh they had to do their stuff on the computer. They don't put PC, you know, who
0: gives them a PC? Mm-hmm. Is there something, then? In- Well, I turned on the AHC for the first time today. Oh,
1: We're probably my desk is next to a window. Yeah. You know. Once it got later in the afternoon it
0: wasn't quite as bad. It was not as hot as it could be in the summer, you know. Right, right. Mm-hmm. 이 <목소리도>
2: bir de bir de bir de bir de bir
0: Thank you. I <laughs> it. Yeah. Great. Every time you come, I don't know, i might be leaving
2: too. I know. I know. I might take a nap. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I'm not here to talk with anyone, anyway, you know? Yeah. So. <laughs> Oh, I need my phone plugged in on my desk. No, 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 America, would have to learn all about the rules of the
1: plus.